1: Don't
2: be ridiculous, it's not magic. Right
3: to the dark side again. The time has come. God, it almost makes it worse. The time is now.
4: Okay, well that sounds like a foolproof plan. Wow.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. We are
3: the voice
1: of the outdoors for over 15 years. It takes a big person to admit when they're being a total dumb-dumb. That wouldn't be a problem. And
3: stewards of the American spirit.
5: This is what a generation raised on Bart Simpson looks like. nope This is the revolution. With Jim and Trev
3: Presented by Outdoor Channel Sportsman Channel And World Fishing Network Row,
1: row, row your boat
0: Gently down the stream Merrily, 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 merrily Life is
1: but a dream So who's ready for story time? Shut up, Jim! (laughs) Quit biting your nails! All right, so we have a little trapping story to get you boys and girls so excited about hunting and fishing. Are you ready? Yay! Ready? Boys and girls, pay close attention. There was a little yellow bird with a little yellow bill, and it sat upon my windowsill. And then what? Be quiet, Jim. Okay, I lured it in with a crust of bread. Just imagine it coming. And then I crushed its little
0: head. <sighs>
1: Isn't that an amazing trapping story? That's disturbing. No! That's why I got my Vanguard binocular. That is how I got into hunting and fishing. That little ditty right there.
0: Someone has to stop him. I mean, let's like, it. I
1: told that to you? We sugarcoat things too much for kids anymore. Well, that's true. <laughs> Have you read all these books? They're all like feel good. No, that's just
4: not life. You want to know what story time sounds like at my house? <laughs>
6: yep. A little glimmer here. Well, you know, it's really funny, but your nine-year-old, Yeah. last time I field-dressed an animal, she wanted to see it. Yep. I
1: want to
4: see all
6: that icky stuff on the inside. By the way, we're talking about small game pursuits
1: on today's show. Hunting, trapping, and everything you need to know about fur bears. Woohoo! All right, so I'm pretty stoked we're going to be joined by Mr. Tom Miranda himself. I'm excited about that. Yeah, Matthew's Territory's Wild. Make sure you watch it on Outdoor Channel, not only Mondays, but Wednesdays and Sundays, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. He's going to be sticking around for That's on Outdoor Channel. Yep, he's going to be sticking around for a doubleheader. you remember what I did to that little yellow bird? <laughs> I can do that story. <laughs> like, here's <me> some pizza. <laughs> um, he's going to be sticking around for, a, get this, a doubleheader. Um, we're going to be joined by Mark Peterson from uh, Cabela's Instinct. By the way, that Cabela's Instinct uh, new hunting line, super cool. Anyways I've got a set Yeah, Sportsman Channel Thursday, 7.30pm Eastern Time Make sure you watch that Mrs. Bunny You're going to be Sticking around too For a doubleheader, right?
4: You betcha guys
1: Alright, so what are you Going to talk about in This first part?
4: I've got some rabbit Hunting tips If Ooh. you're hunting Without a dog
1: Alright, Mrs. Bunny She's pursuing bunnies She's brought to you By Nissan Be very, very quiet Mrs.
3: Bunny Is hunting rabbits
4: What's up, got?
3: Brought to you By
1: Nissan A bunny for a bunny
4: Bunny pursuing bunnies. I like that. Did you know that a group of bunnies... It's called a fluffle. <laughs> fluffle. Yeah. F L U F F L E.
1: I always imagine. Are we like, going for fluffles tomorrow? Yeah. With, like really fancy ladies when uh. they toot, they're like, oh, I just fluffled, <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe so. so I heard. No, of, they have the vapors. <laughs> I heard of bunny rabbits is called a fluffle. You betcha. Like you have a gaggle of geese. <laughs> well, I got a fluffle of bunnies.
4: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. For real, How it is. That's Dare a manly you. man.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah. Okay, so you, you did what? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) To begin with, uh, going back to your story, did you know that you can field dress a bunny in 10 seconds? You're going back to my story? (laughs) A little bit. You can field dress a bunny in 10 seconds out in the field. So if you take it, you grab it by the sternum, you're essentially going to pop it like a balloon. You take it, and you squeeze it really hard by the sternum, and you start hand by hand... Fist and you squeeze, and as you squeeze and you work your way down, eventually you keep pushing really hard and it forces everything down out of let's call it its vent, out of its fluffle. <laughs>
7: <laughs>
4: you force everything out That's the where fluffle. The fluffles? Exactly. Come from. <laughs> and nice. all of the entrails will seriously pop right out the vent. No way. Not even joke. Start right at the sternum and hand fist after fist just squeeze all the way down, keeping it nice and tight. Like
1: you're milking a goat.
4: Exactly. It's kind of like milking. and all of the entrails will shoot in right out the vent, and you have field dressed it in a sense, just as far as getting the guts out, not skinning, but field dressed it um, right there in the field. Quick and easy, and you can go on to the next one. I have no. never heard that before. Yep.
1: Wow. I'm just going to say I've shot a bazillion rabbits, and uh, what's your total up to? About 300? No, actually about 218 here. I'm guessing the vent is the the butthole, <laughs> because I've never seen a <laughs> rabbit with a vent. <laughs> have you? <laughs> Louvers. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Over the fluffle hole.
4: Okay, so quickly here, because I know I don't have a lot of time. If you're going to hunt rabbits without a dog, it is yeah. easier to hunt with a hound. I have a hound, a basset hound, and I think he's absolutely useless when it comes to this. He's much more of a couch dog. Be nice to
1: Toby. We call yeah. him Bobo. The, the Tobe. So Bobo's amazing. If you
4: want to score some meat for a quick rabbit stew or something.
1: Don't take Bobo.
4: Um, <laughs> And you're going to go with solo. Um, because of the abundance of predators out there rabbits prefer areas where thick cover and ample food are in close proximity. So look for grown-up borders or thickets immediately next to open crops of soybeans, peanuts, peas, or food plots lush with clover, turnips overrun with broadleaf weeds. All um, all of those places harbor populations of cottontails because of the protection they and the protection of the food they provide. Um, briar patches, thickets tangled with honeysuckle, blackberries, blueberries, uh, brushy ditches, hedgerows, all of those are good places. They offer some of the easiest shooting if they buy Dissect an open field, though. Um, That way, when they dash into plain sight, uh, you can get a shot. Ideally, you want to find cover that is no taller than your waist. It offers abundant gaps or open areas that the rabbits must run through to escape. And the open areas not only allow you to better spot the fleeing rabbits, but they also offer you clearer shots. So keep your shotgun ready. Uh, When the rabbit runs, it'll step into the thickest, nastiest stuff you can see and zigzag. You just go through to the uh, clear space and wait for it to come out. Uh, Stop, speed up, stop again. Keep the rabbits unsure of what you're doing, where you're going to go next. And uh, always keep your eyes ahead and to the side in anticipation of escaping rabbits. You know
1: what they do? <clears throat> What's that? so true. Little fluffles. Um <laughs> no, I mean they use camouflage of course as a defense because how many times do you pursue rabbits and they will just hunker down yeah. and they'll let you just walk, walk right, right on by them. But if you hesitate, oh, then they take off. I mean, I mean that always happens. Yeah, so, well, they, they don't
6: yeah. know if you've actually seen them, and so they their their whole way of uh, of uh, defense is actually to try to escape, to run, to dart. Yeah, and so, so one that's thing I found out when you do that, and they start running, if you whistle real loud, they come back to you. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. they're on the leash, and you just yeah, pull them back. Of course, <laughs> yeah. And you got yourself a fluffle.
1: <laughs> is that it, Mrs. Bunny? That's it. Guys. I have a that brace
6: of fluffles. Is,
1: that is amazing. I. I, I
6: Fluffle. Have you ever heard fluffle? I have never heard fluffles before. I've heard prides. I've heard a gaggles. Lion, um, no, a pride of bunnies. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah,
4: but, Did you know? Uh, a group, nothing
6: too prideful
1: about a that. A group of
4: rhinoceros is what? A crash. A crash? Well, I, I can, can understand see that. that.
6: I can see that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Do yeah, you know
4: what? what
6: and do and you know what a group of baboons is called? I don't. A Congress. Oh yes. <laughs> no, I knew that. And we have some of those in Washington
1: D.C. There
4: you go. All
6: right. So on that
1: note, we are small. <laughs> we, we are uh, targeting small game. We're in a small game pursuit. That's right. On today's show, we just got ourselves a fluffle of bunnies, <laughs> and uh, you know, coming up after break. So excited! Uh, it's going to be the first part kicking off. We're going to do a double header with Mr. Tom Miranda. Great guy. Yeah. Make sure you watch Matthew's Territories Wild on Outdoor Channel Mondays, Wednesdays, and Sundays, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on
6: Outdoor Channel. And We actually
1: have a little clip right now we're going to play from uh, Tom Miranda talking about trapping and how it has influenced his life. Take a listen. Tom Miranda.
7: Without the trapping for me, I don't think I would have never been as successful as I've had. Not only in the bow hunting, but in in life. You know,
1: that's all fair dandy, but has he ever caught a fluffle of bunnies? (laughs) That's what I want to know. All right, Tom Miranda, he is coming up next. A big shout out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, Cabela's, Silencer Shop, Camp Chef, High Mount Seasonings, and Remington. Once again, Tom Miranda, first part coming up next, and we say and we were hunting and trapping and moving to the grooving and just when it hit me, some Bunny turned around and shouted, "Shoot that little rabbit, white boy! Trap that funky muskrat!" Right.
6: That's it. Nothing for Bunny. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> so, Bunny will return. You are so frightening. Everybody. She's got a, a fluffle, and
1: she's returned later in the show. Don't go anywhere.
3: The Revolution with Jim and Trav. The ultimate outdoor radio experience for over 15 years follow the boys on all social media platforms and plug into our brand new website at jimintrav.com stick around
0: the boys will return in a few seconds right now watch thousands of the best outdoor tv shows with my outdoor tv this should be good the new app from outdoor channel sportsman channel and world fishing network
7: that's what we've been looking for
0: Stream or download from the largest library of hunting, fishing, and shooting sports content you can't get anywhere else.
5: Y'all want more? I'm going to give you more.
0: Get some! Thousands of episodes, all at your fingertips. Sign up with promo code RADIO at MyOutdoorTV.com.
8: Introducing a pickup truck so tough, so rugged, you become a real man just by sitting in it. So get ready to outwork and outlast any other pickup on the planet. Sound familiar? Pickup truck ads will do anything to make their trucks sound invincible. But let's get real. No truck lasts forever. The more miles, the more repairs. It's just common sense. Yet most truck warranties offer bumper-to-bumper coverage for just three years, 36,000 miles. (laughs) That isn't much of a long haul for most truckers. So when you hear claims like, All-time toughest truck in the world! You know it doesn't mean much, unless they can back it up. That's why we built the 2017 Nissan Titan to work hard and backed it with America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles, bumper to bumper. Now that's a hardcore truck warranty. Take on tough jobs with the 2017 Nissan Titan family of trucks. Limited warranty details available at your local Nissan dealer. Certain exclusions apply. Call 1-800-249-7225 for comparison details.
3: We're on a small game pursuit this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Now, here's a two-part interview with Tom Miranda of Matthews Territories Wild on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, and Cabela's. This is part one.
6: Hey, we're back before the break where here's Mrs. Bunny and she talked about... Hunting rabbits without dogs. Yeah, what are we in pursuit of today? It's a small game. Small game just
1: now, though. This man is not small game in my eyes. He's, He's tall. He's a trophy. He really is tall. Is he really? Yeah. I've hugged <laughs> like him
6: before. 6'7 or something. I don't
1: know. No, when I hugged him, he didn't feel that tall. They hang tree stands on him. All right, so Mr. Tom Random, to make sure you watch me. This has just gotten weird. I like it, though. I like the direction we've taken this. Matthew's Territory's Wild on Outdoor Channel. Check this out, boys and girls. You can watch it not only Monday. Days, but Three times on Wednesday and Sunday. 10 a.m. Eastern Time. He was voted least likely to be killed in a random bear attack. <laughs> uh, plus, he has arrowed the Super Slam uh, 29 North American Big Game Animals plus the Dangerous Six in Africa. That makes 30. All with his, yeah, if you do the math roundup, <laughs> it's like uh, 41, I think. Uh, anyways, all right, so let's go back to your, your beginning days as a trapper. I mean, that's how you started off. Uh, you got your introduction into the outdoors. But if you could have only had one trap back then, Tom, like the only thing you could have used for everything. Just one.
7: Just one.
1: Uh, what would have
7: it have been? It would have been a one and a half coil spring back in the day. When they first came out, I'll never forget. Of course, when we when I started... You're using long spring traps, and when those coil spring came out, especially the one-and-a-half because it was great for raccoon, great for foxes, you could catch a muskrat in it, no big deal. It's, it's one-and-a-half coil, universal trap.
6: Yeah. Now, have you ever used a conibear?
7: Oh, yeah, many times.
6: Yeah. Well, the thing is, when you're when you're setting them up now, you know, in, in another conversation that we had, you talked about boiling your traps. Now, the idea of boiling the traps is what? Get your scent away from it?
7: Yeah, I mean – you're The traps are made of steel, so that they rust easily. Especially if you use, uh, if you're trapping predators and you're using salt in the dirt to keep the dirt from freezing when it gets November and December. So you you know you want to try to to use walnut hulls or trap some sort of trap dye, not only to darken the, the steel from that you know shiny silver to more of a black, but you also want to kind of protect the, the steel. You want to get the rust off of it, and I used to always wax my traps, too, so I would boil them and then wax them so that they were lubricated, they fired fast, um, just things that you did back in the day and helped to keep your scent away.
1: You yeah. said, has he ever used the con bears? Like, has he ever trimmed his fingernails? <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> well, I was making conversation. You never know. Alright, so once again, uh, Tom Miranda makes you watch Matthew's Territories Wild, and it is on Monday's Wednesdays, Sundays, all 10 a.m. Eastern Time, Outdoor Channel. We want right, them on so 24-7. What would you say was your primary animal to trap? Are we talking foxes, coyotes, Muskrat. I mean, muskrats, possum? What were you primarily trapping?
7: Well, when I was growing up, I trapped muskrats and raccoons. I mean, that's what we trapped. And then you catch an occasional mink, and then maybe a gray fox would wander into a raccoon set but as I got older and got my driver's license you're able to maybe get permission on a few farms travel out a little bit and then you start catching red foxes and eventually coyotes and of course as I got out of school and and did more trapping I moved to the upper peninsula Michigan I built a log cabin along the Michigami River and I started trapping beaver and otter bobcats coyotes and fox and I pretty much specialized in the predators, the land trapping. And when I got a government job in South Dakota, I mean, that's what I did. I I was paid to trap coyotes that killed sheep.
6: Yeah. Now, the thing is, when when you're out there and you're trapping all these animals, the idea is you want to be able to catch them, skin them, and sell the hides. Uh, you've seen the, the, the market come and go. Uh, are we on an upward trend or are we on a downward trend?
7: It's been down uh, this last year or so, but it does fluctuate. You know, it's a supply and demand uh situation and if, if it's a good winter and a good fur year there's a lot of pelts and so the prices usually drop when there's a lot of pelts when there's less pelts the value goes up. Uh, it's in long fur sometimes is in which are the which are the predators the foxes and, and yeah. coyotes and then sometimes the short hairs in like the mink and uh, whatnot.
1: Now Jimbo and I were talking uh, before you came on before the show started, uh, once again, talk with uh, Tom Miranda, Matthew's Territory is Wild. Is there a market for skunks? I mean, is there a good use for skunks when you trap them? Obviously, you've trapped some before. Is there anything you could
7: do with them? Yeah, yeah. The skunk essence is really valuable. In fact, I used to own a company called uh, Skunks Unlimited. <laughs> a bunch of time, I bought it from a guy in Wisconsin way back in the day and we used to euthanize skunks. It actually was a kit that you put a syringe on the end of a long pole and you'd use acetone and when a skunk was in the trap you'd walk up to it and you'd talk softly to it and make sure the tail was down and you could actually inject the acetone into the rib cage of the skunk and it would die without spraying and then you could use a syringe to take the essence out. And I mean I used to be the town leper in Chamberlain, South Dakota where I was in <laughs> because I saved all the skunk essence. I had Literally three, four gallons of skunk essence at any one time in Ow! my touch. Did,
6: did you, oh, you ever? And you can say this now because it's been several years. Did you ever take any to school with you? <laughs>
7: I'll tell you what, though, if you got somebody giving you grief, pouring a little bit of that, uh, that into the uh, defroster vent of a car really doesn't. Matter. <laughs> now,
1: <laughs> you he
6: he's just heard
7: that. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Zidoli. Yeah, I've never
6: done it ever. <laughs> well, of course not. Hey, can you stick around for a second part? You betcha. Sorry, we got cut off. Hey, we've been talking with Tom Moran. Of course, he's going to stick around for two-parter tram. That's right. Make sure you watch Matthew's Territories
1: Wild on Outdoor Channel once again, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Sundays, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Matthew's Territories Wild. Now, real quick, before we get to a break, Mr. Tom, where can we find you online? You
7: can always go to TomMiranda.com or AdventureBowHunter.com.
1: That's where I'm at. All right. Well, big shout-out to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, and Cabela's. Got to get to a break. We will return right after this with part
6: two of Tom Miranda. Stick around.
3: Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? It's The Revolution with Jim and Trav. And if you think they're annoying on the air, then you totally have to see the craziness on social media. And definitely check out the piece of crap website, jimandtrav.com. And if you're still not scared away, stay tuned. The Revolution will continue after these
2: messages. He's a tough-talking ex-Marine. And a Hollywood icon. Arlie Lee Ermey is the gunny. You've heard the expression, when all hell breaks loose. There are lots of guns, but only one Gunny. Take that! Gunny time with R. Lee Ermey, an explosive season. Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Outdoor Channel.
3: The Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings
1: at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com.
6: Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their mini stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabela's.com.
8: Meet Sid. Sid doesn't check for traffic updates. Sid does simplify suppressor ownership. Meet Sid, the new interactive kiosk that makes the fingerprinting and paperwork of silencer applications quick, easy, and pain-free. If you're ready to own a silencer, make time to meet Sid, your new buddy in the silencer business. Available at selected Powered by Silencer Shop retailers.
3: Welcome back to the revolution with Jim and Trev and part two with Mr. Tom Miranda from Matthew's territories, wild on outdoor channel presented by outdoor channel sportsman channel world fishing network and silencer shop.
6: Hey, we're back. Before the break, we're here from part one with Tom Miranda, and of course, we were talking when we left about the essence of skunk. The essence of skunk. Yeah, make sure you watch it.
1: Why'd you look at me when you said that? It uh, smells in here. Matthew's territory is <laughs> wild. It is on Outdoor Channel Mondays, Wednesdays, and Sundays, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you watch it. Now, the essence I, I of skunk. I your fear. I, that is no. I'm. I'm gas. <laughs> Okay. Uh, but no, they actually use that, don't they, guys? In like uh perfumes, perfumes yeah. right,
7: Tom? They're used in perfumes and mace and a lot of different things. Uh, just the the actual carrying capacity, the way the molecules are set up in that essence allows the the odor to travel far and wide. And so uh, it's amazing what uh, things are, uh, skunk essence is used for.
6: Yeah. Now, when you're when you're out there trapping, obviously, say you're out there for uh, raccoon, you can catch a lot of other things out there. Uh, what is the most unusual thing you ever caught? I did one time. I I actually caught a blue jay.
7: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know anything that jumps on the pan of that trap could be yours. You know, I mean, I've caught snapping turtles and coni bears and muskrat runs. And, you know, you catch sometimes dogs or cats sometimes that, that are even down in the, when your traps under the water, you know, it's trapped in the water. So there's a lot of different, you know, birds of prey, you can catch, I mean, birds and things, if you have bait, if there's bait on the bank or there's, they usually tend to see bait and, and land and then try to start looking for the bait. And that's usually why you catch birds. But, yeah, you try to, you know, the, the more you realize, the more, the more you trap, the more you realize that the, the non-targets don't pay, and it's a lot of extra work, so yeah. you try to do things to just keep away from them.
6: Yeah. Now, when, when you're out there trapping, have you ever used, and I, I've heard it, I've never used it myself, a jump trap where you're actually putting a bait up high, and where, say, a fox or something might jump up and try to get it and actually fall into the trap?
7: No, uh, I haven't. Uh, I usually stuck to flat sets and, um, walkthrough style sets, dirt hole style sets. Um, they, there is such a trap that's called a jump trap that was made. It has only a lever on one side. Uh, the Oneida community of Victor used to make those jump traps and they made them in threes. I don't think they, they may have made a four, a four, or three, a two, a one and a half, but they were jump traps and, uh, so there are other things that are called jump traps that, that really aren't a set, but the actual trap itself, they haven't been made for years, though.
6: Yeah, now the idea of that was actually get higher up on the leg, right?
7: Uh, for the jump trap? Yeah. Uh, I, I think so, yeah, to get more of a – it, it was a cheaper trap for them to make just because of, of the, uh, the style of it. The, the long spring trap only just moved up on the edge of the trap to the jaws where the jump trap – it was attached in the very center of the main uh, frame underneath, and so it actually pushed the whole trap up when it went off. So, yeah, it grabbed him a little bit higher. All
1: right, so talk with uh, Tom Miranda, Matthews Territories Wild Outdoor Channel Mondays, Wednesdays, and Sundays, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Now, you have successfully arrowed the Super Slam of the 29 North American big-game animals along with successfully bow hunting uh, the, the big six there over in Africa, the dangerous six. Now, do you think, obviously, I mean, you've had such a prolific career. It's amazing what you have done. Do you think that your early beginnings as a trapper and understanding game is what has ultimately propelled you to what you've been able to do? Because let's face it, there's a lot of young guys and gals that hunted a lot as children and they got older and they do this part time for a living or they hunt all the time as a recreational sport, but they never achieve what you have done. Do you think it's your consistency in the outdoors, in trapping, that has led to your, your prolific career?
7: Well, it's definitely helped me. I mean, my trapping background has definitely helped me in the success of my bow hunting. But I think the, the drive that it takes um, and the determination to go after the Super Slam or the, North Ameri- or the or the African Big Six or World Hunting Award or some of the other things that I've attained – comes from the work ethic because it's so many trips, so many miles, so many places, and sometimes a lot of do-overs if you're only going to bow hunt. And I think it basically comes back to, honestly, my trapping because as a trapper, um, you have to have a really high level of work ethic because it is so much work, and there is skinning and stretching and fleshing, and you cannot, if it's raining or snowing or sleeting, you can't say, well, I'll go out tomorrow and, and hunt. you got to go out and check your traps every day. And so it, it, it's that early work ethic um, growing up, doing that that I think has really um, propelled me into not only loving the outdoors, which you have to do. I mean, you have to love the outdoors to do all the bow hunting that I've done. Uh, and as a trapper, you have to love the outdoors, but just the challenge of it as well. I mean, the challenge of bow hunting uh, after the slam, you know, it's just kind of part of, it's like the challenge of trapping, trying to catch that one coyote that's killing those sheep. It's all... It's just all intertwined i guess and it's really been uh, all that work ethic has driven me um throughout my life to excel you bet
6: hey we've been talking with tom randa he is a trapper hunter extraordinaire that's right tom randa matthews territories wild
1: on outdoor channel mondays wednesdays and sundays 10 a.m eastern time now so sad coming up to a break uh, we gotta end this now mr tom one more time to find you online, your show schedule, sponsors, where you're going to be, all that good
7: stuff. Where do we have to go? Uh, it's easy to find me at TomMiranda.com or adventurebohunter.com You bet.
1: That's right. Don't go anywhere. Mark Peterson, Cabela's Instinct Sportsman Channel, Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. He is coming up next. One more time, make sure you watch Matthew's Territories Wild, though, on Outdoor Channel, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Sundays, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Big shout-out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Remington, Nissan, and Cabela's got to get to a break. Mr. Tom, you were so awesome. God bless you, buddy. Talk to you again soon,
7: boys.
3: This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Online at jimandtrav.com, Broadcasting the type of outdoor program that cannot be fully appreciated. Sober Don't move Uh, Jim and
2: Trav We'll be right back Every Friday night On Outdoor Channel Venture into the badlands Straight up or draped over the saddle either one Where revenge and retribution are a way of life We ain't gonna run are we Chris? Hell no An untamed land filled with heroes Outlaws And desperate opportunities Did you bring some gold with you? No Silver? Just lead great movies inspired by the great outdoors. Friday nights on Outdoor Channel.
3: Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 25 jerky making kits, 14 snack and stick kits, and 20 sausage making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you, or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com
0: Introducing the fastest, most effective way to clean your gun barrel, the new Remington squeegee. To use it, simply scrub your bore with a wire brush and a few drops of Remington's All-In Cleaner to loosen any fouling. Then attach your Remington squeegee to the end of a cleaning rod or cable. And with one pull through the bore, you're done. Fast easy and completely reusable say goodbye to your father's old gun cleaning patches and hello to 21st century gun care technology look for it at your favorite sporting goods retailer
3: welcome back to the revolution with jim and Trav. we're in small game pursuit this week um, I said small game. Now here's Mark Peterson from Cabela's Instinct on Sportsman Channel, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Remington, and High Mountain Seasonings.
6: Hey, we're back before the break. We heard from Tom Miranda. Of course, he was telling us all kinds of ways that we can set traps and do all kinds of stuff for small game hunting. It was a Fabuloso two-part interview with Mister Tom Miranda, under in Italian with subtitles.
1: Spicy meatball. Uh, Matthew's Territory is wild Check this out It is on Outdoor Channel Not only Mondays But Wednesdays Wednesdays. And what else? Sundays Sundays, 10 a.m. Eastern Time Makes you, uh Watch it, Outdoor Channel. All right, so you know my kids are kind of spoiled. No, little brats. Not my grandkids. Terrible. So check. I actually caught my eight-year-old with my credit card shopping online this morning. You know what she told me? What's that? No, it's mine. I was like, No, it is my credit card. And? Give it to me, you little twerp. <laughs> and that's what she did. Stuck her tongue out. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's just joking. I right, so you just we're talking about it. What's that got to do with small game, honey? Well, because we're Jimmy. Be- <laughs> We're being joined by uh, Mark Peterson, Cabela's Instinct Sportsman Channel, Thursdays, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, what I'm trying to say is, it seems like there's a sense of entitlement especially with kiddos, uh, Mark and Jibo, And let's face it, we've all seen it. Just recently, there's this 10-year-old girl shot this fabulous 170-class buck. Wow. That is amazing, but I think that is a terrible way to get children started in the outdoors. Where do they go to from there? You know, 180. You're, you're Exactly. It's just not going to happen. You, you have all these 8-, 9-, 10-year-old kids that are shooting these 130, 140, 150, 160, possibly 170-class bucks. I mean, I've never been able to do that. They need to cut their teeth on smaller animals, does primarily. How about small game? Why why don't we consider
5: a squirrel a trophy? Why don't you hunt with that girl? Exactly. That's what I need to do. Am I right, Mark? Exactly. Well, (laughs) that's just kind of setting them up because, as you know, being hunters, there's not a 170-class buck around every corner.
6: No, no, there's Um, not.
5: Their dad may have worked their butt off to try to get them in that position to be that first deer. I kind of like to build my kids up to that, start with squirrels, um, eventually when they get a little bit older and can do a little bit more walking, work in rabbits, just because there's a lot of shooting, um, and it's also a lot of fun, there's not not as much sitting. A lot of time with kids in a deer blind, um, just with their attention after a couple hours, they kind of lose interest. For a squirrel hunting, you can do a kind of a walk through the woods type of thing, and, and see more than just sitting out of a blind.
1: Yeah, so talking about squirrels, I mean a lot of people equate them to deer because they move early well, and they if move the horns late. is what gets me. Uh, yeah, exactly. Especially <laughs> you get in Virginia. They're crazy <laughs> over there. Um so let's talk about scouting. You're out with your kids. How do you go about scouting squirrels?
5: What I use squirrels or any small game, it's more than just hunting a squirrel. Yeah. Basically what I tell anybody, anytime you have your kids out in the woods just because of how busy they are nowadays always try to teach them more than just about whatever you're hunting. Teach them about the woods. So as it wakes up in the morning, what animals are moving where, why the squirrels are moving first thing in the morning and not in the afternoon. Same thing with deer. And then relate it small and play it big. Yeah, the Squirrels are grabbing their food right now. Same thing that the deer are. They're eating all night, and then they're going to try to go and bed down during the day. Same thing a squirrel does. It tries to find its hole and then stay in there most of the day, and i will come out again at night.
6: Yeah. Now, one of the things that I found out, especially taking uh, my kids when they were smaller out hunting, is the fact that we may be deer hunting, but at the same time, you want to be able to come home with something, and uh, all of a sudden, the deer hunt turns into a coyote hunt
5: when, uh, when the animal arrives, doesn't it? Kind of a... Uh... I was out glassing this morning and I saw eight coyotes and only two deer. Really? So that's, oh, really? that's the morning went. You know? Eight to two so. ratio is not bad. No, it's not bad <laughs> at no, all. No, I... I think I'll be heading back out here in a month with a coyote caller.
1: Well, speaking of calling, once again, talk with uh, Mark Peterson, Cabela's Instinct. Gotta watch a wonderful show. Sportsman Channel, Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, once again, on Sportsman Channel. Now, let's talk about calling squirrels. Cause it's not necessarily you're calling them in, but it's more of a locator call. Do you guys use calls when squirrel hunting? Yes.
5: Oh, yeah, all the time. So Michigan's, it's a lot of standing timber. So you're in there and it's pretty thick. Yeah. Um, if there's a little bit of wind, you can't hear them moving around so yeah use the collar a little bit just to locate you get you in that general direction and then uh, kind of spot and stalk from there yeah i
6: remember uh back up in michigan where i grew up of uh, squirrel hunting and there was a couple of calls that i used to god take a couple of quarters and rub the edges together you get that chirp sound which is really great but then also the, they came out with one that had a a rubber band in it and you blew on it it drove the squirrels nuts <laughs>
5: And all of a sudden, then you would find out exactly how many squirrels are out there.
6: Yeah, I yeah, talk with a Mark <laughs>
1: Peterson, Cabela's Instinct Sportsman Channel, Thursdays, uh, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, once again on Sportsman Channel. I'm actually going to read a direct quote from you. Feeding hungry people and feeding my family is what it's about. As much as I love the thrill of the chase and the feeling of success, when I get the kill, the fact that I can feed hungry people at the same time makes it worth it. That much more. Now I'm really impressed that I read that so well. Yes. <laughs> um, but going back to much, read. No, I can't read it. I, <laughs> that was actually in Braille. Um, going back to your statement, if you kill it, you eat it. And we're talking about introducing kids to hunting. I think it is so essential to teach children where their food comes from, what is involved in not only harvesting it, but processing it. It just doesn't land on the dinner table. When you order your food at McDonald's, it just doesn't come pre-packaged in a box already hot. I think that that is so lost with a lot of young Americans today. They don't appreciate their
5: food and where it came from.
6: Yeah, and they actually think that uh, they grow in those little cellophane
5: packages. Exactly. And you hit a you hit a key right there where you say young Americans. So I, I'm fortunate enough to do a lot of international traveling. Yeah. for hunting. And when you get to Asia or the Middle East or Africa, the children there, I mean, they fully know where their food comes from. But then when you bounce back to America, it's completely different with the generation that's growing up now. I mean, I look at my kids, and they go to school, and they hang out with their friends, and it's two different types of being raised and brought up. Yeah. But when their friends come over to our house, I mean, they're shocked at what they learn when we're preparing dinner, and that's just every day for us. Um, not necessarily for them. Were they buying chicken? I have a container. They're not even sure where it comes from. You bet.
6: Hey, we've been talking with Mark Peterson. Of course, he has a program called Cabela's instinct. It's on sportsman channel Thursday nights at 7 30 PM. That's right. 7 30 PM Eastern time. Now, Mr. Mark,
1: to find out more about you Cabela's instinct, your sponsors, uh, where are going to be at, man, where you're going, where can we find you online?
5: You check out my Instagram page or my Facebook page, uh, Mark Peterson official. And then, I'll also my website, Mark, WePeterson.com. All right,
1: there you go. Mark Peterson, one more time. Cabela's Instinct Sportsman Channel, Thursdays, 7.30pm Eastern Time. Big shout-out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, Silencer Shop, and Cabela's. Don't go anywhere. We will return with more small game pursuits right after this. Mr. Mark, you're awesome, buddy. God bless
5: you. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. All right. Hey,
6: don't go anywhere, because coming up next we got the second part of Mrs. Bunny. That's right. More small game pursuits right after this
2: oh look who it is
3: the revolution with jim and trav 15 years and still going strong you people never cease to amaze me well if you think that's cool check out the brand new updated jimandtrav.com it's really fancy and so easy to connect to the show don't move the boys will return after these short messages
0: Right now, watch thousands of the best outdoor TV shows with My Outdoor TV. This should be good. The new app from Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network.
7: That's what we've been looking for.
0: Stream or download from the largest library of hunting, fishing, and shooting sports content you can't get anywhere else. If y'all want more?
5: I'm going to give you more. Get some!
0: Thousands of episodes, all at your fingertips. Sign up with promo code RADIO at MyOutdoorTV.com.
5: Ka-Napali
2: Beach Hotel, Maui's Hawaiian Hotel.
6: fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Kaanapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha.
3: Kaanapali Beach Hotel, There are days that define your story beyond your life, like the day they arrived. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trev. And part two with the one and only Mrs. Bunny.
1: Now that's a proper introduction.
3: Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and Camp Chef. Here are the boys...
1: That is so depressing Anyways Is it wild cherry? Small game pursuit On today's show <laughs> Shut the fluffle up <laughs> Anyways Mrs. Bunny uh, Who was before the break? Mark Peterson Yeah Cabella's Instinct Sportsman Channel Thursday 7.30pm Eastern time yeah. Great show Wonderful guy Talking about squirrel hunting Mrs. Bunny. Hey there. You're back. I'm back, no, I've, I've
6: seen a lot of squirrels in my life, but you two are right at the top of the tree. Well, we, we are nutty.
4: <laughs> we are. Uh,
6: anyways, Mrs. Bunny, what are you going to talk about?
4: I've got some rookie trapping mistakes when you're going after coyotes.
1: Ooh. All right, Mrs. Bunny, she's pursuing coyotes. She's brought to you by Nissan. And
3: now here's the huntress, Mrs. Bunny, talking about all things trapping. Brought to you by Nissan.
4: Okay, so scientific research confirms that effective trapping prior to the fall fawn drop can restore fawn survival rates depressed by predators. Like, now is the time to be out there working on predators. But beginning trappers often make a number of mistakes that educate the coyotes rather than um, catching them.
1: That is true. I think the same thing applies to hogs. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you kind of teach. They learn quickly. Exactly. Yeah. You
4: teach them your methods and that they finds it easier to avoid. They yeah. use Yeah. So, um, number one, using little to no pan tension. The pan tension is the amount of weight required to fire the trap. The ideal tension on the trap's pan is around four pounds, which helps to ensure more solid foot catches on coyotes and fewer pullouts. Uh, Devices are available at your trapping outlet supplies for checking the pan tension, but you can design your own. Simply fill up some plastic um, bottles with sand and weigh them, and if you set a three-pound bottle on the pan and the trap doesn't close, but a four-pound bottle on the trap triggers the trap, you know that you have a pan tension between three and four pounds. That's going to be your ideal pan tension. Okay, number two, not taking advantage of the predominant wind direction. Uh, you need to locate your traps on the upwind side of the coyote travel corridor you're targeting because uh, based on the prominent wind direction so that the passing coyote is more likely to smell the bait or lure you're using. If the wind direction is difficult to predict in a good location, you can set multiple traps to ensure that the coyote smells one of your sets no matter what the wind direction is. You may even get a double catch that way. Uh, number three, not setting traps where multiple habitat features intersect. So, coyotes conserve energy when they travel from one location to another by taking the path of least resistance, the oh, yeah. shortest point from A to B. So, you need to set your traps where those travel corridors intersect. You want to look for areas that have four or five or more habitat features that come together. So, look for travel corridors, different things like culverts, ditches, crop changes, corners of fields, railroad tracks, pipelines, um, road intersections that come together, and you know you're setting. Your your traps at the right location. Mm. Um, number four, using too much lure and or bait where and how you set your traps is more important than the bait you use. One of the top two mistakes that beginners make that will uh, educate a coyote too quickly is using too much lure or bait. Thinking like it's too good to be true? Right. Thinking that magic potion is the key. But the key to catching coyotes is setting properly bedded traps in the right location. The lure and the bait think of that as an aid that helps you catch more coyotes, but not the reason that you're successful. So when people say what kind of lure or bait do you use, the better question is where and how do you set your traps mm. number five not betting the trap properly betting refers to placing the trap solidly in the hole you've dug for it which gives solid support beneath the entire trap yeah a well-bedded trap won't shift or move if the coyote steps on parts other than the pan which is critical so if the trap shifts the coyote will be gone and he'll be educated he'll be that much more difficult to trap in the future so don't give them Uh, ways to learn from you, make sure that you do it right the first time. One thing
6: that Tom Miranda was talking about when he was doing the traps, in order to keep that ground uh, around the trap and so forth, able to be able to close the trap, you know, once he steps in it, he actually mixes salt with the dirt in order to wick away the moisture.
4: I believe it. That's a great idea. Kind of an
6: interesting uh, way of doing it. Yeah, it is. a great idea. And then also he used, uh, I think he talked about using uh, black walnut hulls When he boiled his traps to change the color of the trap. All right, so that's interesting. Good tips, Mrs. Bunny. Is
1: that it? guys. That's it. All right, you know, actually, and I think, have you seen this before? There was some dipstick radio guy one time, and he was talking about trapping. Have you seen this, Bunny? I don't know. Oh, thank you for just <laughs> it, it. I mean, like, acknowledging I'm waiting, me.
4: I'm waiting for what you're talking about. So, I'm waiting for, for the punchline. <laughs> no, there's
1: no punchline. This guy's oh. an idiot. He's like, yo, traps. They don't hurt. Oh, and I he, saw that one. Did you? Yeah. He brought yeah. the bear trap in. Uh-huh. And he actually he decided he's going to put. His was it his arm? Yeah. Has, yeah his arm's right like right arm, no, it, it's just gonna close and it really doesn't hurt the animal. They just can't pull out of it. And so he shoves his arm down on this bear trap. Help and me and he instantly <laughs> starts screaming bloody murder. <laughs> and of course it like tears his arm apart. And You know, it's, oh god, and he's like, Oh my god, get it off! Get it off! And he's like freaking out. And the guy was just a dipstick. <laughs> oh my god,
4: no, I've not seen that. Oh, you got <laughs> it. But now I wanna go really it. gruesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was
1: it was so funny. But make a long story <laughs> short, be very smart. Traps are no joke, and you got to be careful, and you got to make sure you follow uh, the the local and state regulations in your area because you don't want to set these out in a residential area where you're going to catch people's dogs, cats, cats, or, or even kids. Yeah, you know, you got to be really careful. So just make sure you follow your state rules and regulations, and don't be an idiot and go sticking your finger, arm, or Jim's leg
6: <laughs> in a in a trap. Wait, yeah, and and that's a good way to take an, a long arm and make it shorter. <laughs> <laughs> the, the short arm of the law. yes, yeah, <laughs> right there. <laughs> All right, Smith Bunny, is that it?
1: That's it, guys. All right, got to get you a break. So sad. The show's coming to an end. Coming up next is The close. The close. Don't go anywhere. Big shout out to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, plus Cabela's and Camp Chef. We love you, boys and girls. We will return right after
6: this.
3: Here's what some of our loyal listeners have to say about the revolution with Jim and Trav.
0: I don't like it. Oh, yeah, I don't care.
3: It sucks. But I really hate you. You guys suck! Thanks for the feedback. Don't move. The revolution with Jim and Trav. will be right back. Buy or bust, tell me what's happening. Buy or bust, tell me what's happening. It's Buy or Bust. Honest gear reviews. To help you make better, more informed purchases. Brought to you by Cabela's
6: at cabelas.com. It's time for Buyer Bust. You're taking a drink. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I was not ready, folks. All right, this is Buyer Bust. It is Buyer Bust. We are talking about I would
1: have about. said it if it wasn't. Uh, yeah, you actually would have. We are talking about the Vanguard Endeavor ED2 10x42. And they say, Hoya! Yes.
6: It's got <laughs> Japanese Hoya glass. That every time you say, Why, are you, why do I Japanese? Think I'm watching a movie called Toratorator. Hoya! Yeah, yeah, oh yeah!
4: Feeling like this is like Iron Chef, and you're know, like, you're like chopping the head off of this, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah,
1: I <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> <What? laughs> <laughs> right, no, Japanese Hoya ED that doesn't stand for erectile dysfunction, uh, extra low dispersion glass with edge to edge clarity that enhances light transmission. Hi-ya! It can also be used as a period. <laughs> <Hi-ya>! Like, <laughs> goodbye.
6: Hoya! Once you Hi. said the Vanguard Endeavor ED2, you have said it all. No, these are I actually, will put a period on
1: it. These are really nice optics. Okay. And it, let's just touch on the number one thing that that's superior about them. You can see the price. Through them. But no, the price point, because let's face it. You go there and you look at optics, I equate it to buying a vehicle. Uh-huh. Right? You're like, okay, I've mortgaged everything I have, drained the kids' college funds, and you know, you've been looking online. It's like base price thirty six thousand. By the time <laughs> you add doors to it, it's out of your price range. <laughs> and you know, how about yeah, floor mats? That's true. And so it's the same thing with optics. They're like, well, do you want lenses? Well, that would be nice. <laughs> you no, know it's two thousand dollars. No, four hundred bucks. Four hundred bucks. Four hundred with Endeavor ED2 10x42s. With the Hoya! That's right. No, so 400 bucks. You pick them up at Cabela's. Uh-huh. These are great little glasses. They have extra low, once again, dispersion. That is the ED part. Face oh, phase, phase corrected proof prisms. Anti-reflection, fully multi-coated optics. You get choked open, up when you talk about these. Uh, ergonomic open bridge configuration. Open bridge for, for, well, configuration? Basically, with people with big noses. Uh, uh-oh. Not pointing any fingers, but I am... <laughs> Pointing at you, <laughs> you saying um, I have a big nose? You got
6: a big schnoz. Well, <laughs> it's it is like an it has awning. its own zip code. Ah, uh, you, know, you pick them up at Cabela's. That's that's I'll the just, place to go. Go to the optics you know uh, what? department there at Cabela's. You know what
1: they'll do? You're gonna love everything you see from them. They Bitcoin. will let you try in the store, of course. Um, the more expensive, luxurious ones, and then like, and you pit them against these. You're you're not gonna be able to tell the difference. You're not no. So, anyways, you go glass, check.
4: Glass across the store at Cabela's at one of those mounts. Pick yeah. out the ticks that are in the hair. See how many you can see with see, one, and see many how many in the other moles they have. Exactly. Thank exactly. you to my amazing <laughs> wife back
6: there, so supportive. But your biggest problem is you were in Sydney, Nebraska, looking through the vanguards, and you wanted to take them outside. They found you in North Denver. I don't even live in Denver. <laughs> what was I doing there? I was confused. <laughs>
1: I was going to register and vote. You were following that dream. Alright, so uh, go check out the Endeavor Endeavor. Yeah, and, and Denver. in Denver ED2. Endeavour.
2: Yeah,
1: and Denver. In Denver at Cabela's. Go check Get out the Endeavors. Endeavour ED2 10x42 from Vanguard. Uh, fantastic optics. You're gonna love them. Um, uh, you're gonna like the way they feel in your hands, up to your face, great clarity. Uh, definitely user-friendly. All right, so go check out the Endeavor in Denver, 82 10 10x42. Got to get to a break. we say bye?
8: We say buy it. Buy it. All right, peace out. We'll return after this. Yes. We're done here. Will you leave immediately, please? I guess we can close the file on that one. This concludes the
3: revolution with Jim and Trav this week. Don't forget to log on to JimandTrav.com and join the conversation.
2: Be sure and tell them Large Marge sent ya.
6: Hey, talk about a great show, Trav. You know, I love small game hunting. And, and this one really uh, kind of set the tone for this winner. That's right. Big shout out, though, to Tom Miranda. Also, Mark Peterson, Mrs. Bunny. This has been such a fun and uh, educating show. Hey, okay, we want to thank our 550 affiliate stations or advertisers and everyone that makes this show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, producer, Mark Paneri, and Fluffle the Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Bunny, we love you and your fluffles.
1: Thanks, guys. All right, so we will return next week. Don't worry. But for now, this weekend, make sure you take some kids out. It's not always about big game animals to pursue. The small ones are just as much fun. I like them. And you know what? We like you, and so does Jesus. God bless you, boys and girls. Gesundheit. uh Local news weather is coming up next. Peace out. America rules. We will return next week.